Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? 
Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock! It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock! A camel shirt Season 9, episode 24 of the Fighting God Podcast. I'm joined by David Alfie Ward. Hello. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. It's good. Really? Safe. How you doing? Alright. Everything's All good, good, isn't it? All good. <laughs> Mourinho. All good. Mourinho at the helm. After a win. He's like, uh, what, what? name me a, a famous sea captain that didn't die at sea. So the, the guy who was uh, on the Titanic, not him. Nah, not him. Uh, captain Cook was eaten, wasn't he? Was he? Um, yeah. I don't know any good captains. Blackbird. Uh, Blackbird. Uh, Captain Birdseye. <laughs> Captain Captain Birdseye. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's still alive. I've seen yeah, him on the adverts. Yeah, he's got it, Captain Birdseye is the most famous, famous captain, captain and Morgan. Captain Morgan. Oh, yeah. Nice, yeah. Who would you rather, Captain Birdseye or Captain Morgan? Who B- would you go for? Right. B- Birdseye because Captain Morgan is like Wes Morgan, Leicester. So I'll go Captain Birdseye. Uh, Birdseye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, there's never a player that's ever fucked us over called Birdseye, is it? No. Should we call uh, Mourinho Birdseye from this point onwards? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Birdseye. Jose Birdseye. <laughs> um, before we start, you've got a, a bone to pick, Dave. Hey. Oh. Hey. <laughs> you know what it was. Last week, you know when we did the Potch In, Potch Out podcast? Yes. And um, and then it kind of never, it got outdated faster than any podcast has ever been outdated. Yeah, because Potch got sacked. <laughs> yeah, with it the next day. So just so people know, we did a, uh, a podcast where I interviewed six members, not Ricky, who's a little bit sore about this. Yeah. Uh, but six members of the Fighting Cock about where they are, Potch In, Potch Out, and Dave was one of them. And you were the only one that was properly popped in. You know what it was? You texted me, I think, the day before and was like, we're going to do this. And I was like, okay, great. And so I, it was a Monday evening. It got recorded. I spent all day Monday kind of really looking. I've never I've never prepped a podcast before in my life. Like, I'm, I'm recording right now. I have no idea what I'm going to fucking say. Good. But... <laughs> that one I was like, right, I'm going to sound good. Like, I'm going to look into this. And I was like, yeah, I'm potch in because of this. And I, I did say that there were frailties and, you know, something needs to give. But I, what I tried to say was, if I want anyone to rebuild our team and try and make it what it was four or five years ago, mm. I want that man to be Poch. And then you called me out just like, yeah, everyone was on the fence now. <laughs> but David Alfie Ward was like, Poch in. David, like, David good, Alfie Ward like, hates Mourinho. No, I didn't say that. Right, but you did, but you, you implied yeah. it. No, I, I, I think that was a healthy position to be in. I think all of us wanted Pochettino to, to kind of maintain and, and, and rebuild. It's just that... He, well, essentially, what it was, right? He, he was the captain of the Titanic. Whereas we've got Captain Birdseye. He captain was, Birdseye. Yeah. He was like, "Don't let the kids on the on, on the uh, boats." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and when when it was sinking, get the kids off. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. where, where the other ones, we like fucking. And he, and he was like to the to the band, keep playing. <laughs> yeah, keep playing. Like, don't matter. This, this, go down until on the your ship. trombone fills up with fucking water. Yeah, keep, yeah. keep but, fucking but blowing the, it. The thing is, right? I really looked into that pod, <laughs> and I felt really kind of like professional about it because because it was over Skype as well like yeah. it was it wasn't like I swore once I said fuck and in my head I felt like because I'd been doing 
uh, I did like some BBC stuff and you, you go on the radio well, after Mourinho yeah after Mourinho but then it, it just felt like that and I was like yeah that sounds really good that sounds like I know what I'm fucking talking about mm. and then two days later you call me a cunt it's like f- I mean I, I, just, I don't think that was anything to do with Mourinho <laughs> uh, uh, no, it Pochettino. Was. Um, but well, as well sorry what I will say is that although you said the the Poch pod is, is now uh, somewhat dated I listened to it yesterday because I hadn't had a chance to, to catch up on it. And how did and I come across, Rick? I uh, mate, everyone that was on there came across as... Don't give a shit about them. I'm asking yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone, everyone came across uh, amazing. I thought it was such a great pod. Uh, really well put together. And it was about... It's, it's not about uh, who said what, but it's about capturing and bottling people's feelings at that time. Mm. So, uh, and that's that's what I got from it. And for, for someone that I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad... Now looking back, that we made that change, um, something had to happen, uh, and all that, and it, it gives very little time to process what uh, Poch had done, uh, what 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 he and us are going through as as a club, but it gave me that time to kind of sit back and, and think and reminisce about yeah, there, there was a lot of love there. Of course, we had a great time with him, and and I don't think anyone ever, ever doubts that. But um, it was just one of those things that helped me manage my um, my feelings about right. it. So I'd say go back and listen to it. Even the people that that uh, were potched out essentially at the end never doubted what he had done to, for the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, it's just something that I feel, feel something needed to give, and and it was it was Pochettino. That's not what you said in the pod. I, you said back him. Everyone who's popped out is a cunt. That's what you said. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I'm a sellout. I'm a, I'm a fickle piece of shit. No, we are. A, yeah. Mate, how, how, how's it been this last week? Because if you're like, if you're listening to this, and I get it, you're loyal to Pochettino, and we all are. We love him and all that stuff. If you haven't been enamoured by Mourinho this week, given the fact that he is our manager and the amount of attention our football club has had, then you're not human because no human being with any kind of sense of. Um, Empathy yeah. could watch the training sessions, watch how he talks about Tottenham, like me, like produce to fuck, like he knows what he's saying, but not be affected by it. Yeah, like Barley called me out on the last podcast saying I'm not impacted by PR like you are. I I, I I'm balls in, <laughs> Poch- yeah. um, Mourinho. I'm balls in. You know, you know what and it I- was that I, you know, the, the 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 thing with me is, you know, recently Mourinho had joined Sky Sports, and for those listening overseas, that's our main provider of Premier League. And he was a pundit for a while, and we're used to having Gary Neville, Carragher, Graham Souness, Jamie Redknapp, right? Mm. And when Mourinho came on, it was the first time that I had really uh, sat and listened. Because he fucking knows football. Mm. And I'm not saying those other people don't, don't because they played football for a long time. Of course. But he, he knows football in a different way. When you heard him break down the game that you just watched, whatever it was, he broke it down with intellect, with uh, tenacity, with like... Just nous. so much... Yeah, nous. Yeah. Like, yeah. And where Carragher would be like, oh, they should defend better. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, me, any of us around this table can say that. Yeah. But we couldn't break it down how Mourinho does. And he I did, thought... this. Yeah. This, he did spit on a child, though. Carragher. Carragher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you understand why he's a little it, bit Neanderthal. Are we getting that in every podcast Absolutely, now? Absolutely, yeah. till, till it ends. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget. Um, the, do you remember that clip where Roy Keane was saying like how to fix United, and he yeah. went just just going by uh, just going by Harry Kane, yeah. and everyone's like looking at him like Tottenham fans won't be happy with that. And he goes, I don't know why everyone's looking at me so funny. Just going by Harry Kane, and Mourinho was looking at him because at that point it was clear. 
it had to be clear that he'd already accepted Spurs' job, and even though that was like three weeks ago, yeah. there's no chance you really. Get it. I'm going to go watch that back. What, can we watch it in the break? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll if watch we, it in the break, if yeah. we can find it, definitely. Yeah. But there's like, uh, there's no chance that a, a manager of Mourinho's size and and kind of influence and interest, global interest, because we've seen that in the the media that Spurs have put out, and they're really fucking hammering it. The Spurs media, aren't they? You got it. His, his first training training session was watched by a million people. A fucking training session, a million people. But so you look at this clip and. It was clear, like Mourinho was looking at him going, "Yeah, Kane ain't going nowhere." Yeah, <laughs> absolutely nowhere. Another thing as well that uh, I kind of <laughs> I noticed is, uh, you know, the, like so after that was done, and then uh, he he was um, he was taking training short after. Mm. I know his, what you're going to say. Well, it's on his training top with the uh, JM oh, no, on it no. and stuff like that. It's like, Oh, that printed already, did you? That printed three months ago, did yeah. you? It's, Everything's already done. Just, you don't get out of drawer, did you? You do not appoint. Jose Mourinho within eight hours yeah. of sacking your manager. No, no, you just no. do not do that. No. Do you know what fit, the, the thing that got it for me, the Mourinho? It weren't the original interview, which was amazing. It wasn't the, the press conference. There's a little bit of footage where he was walking behind Dara and just give him a little rub on the back of the head. Uh, yeah. And then and then walked Harry Kane and have a little rub on the back of the head. Just like, don't worry, daddy's home. That, and that playful uh, tap on the chest of Delhi as well. Yeah. yeah. And, and Son, who you could, all the players that I felt were kind of holding back a little bit. That hold, because out of respect for Pochettino yeah, they're holding back a little bit but you can't deny his magnetism his charisma yeah. like, it doesn't matter how much of a cunt he's been in the past and don't get me wrong I, I've, I've never had any issue with it. I've always enjoyed his his uh, contribution Same. to the kind of stories that sort of revolve around I think he, he rolled Wenger didn't he so you know he called him the voyeur yeah exactly so we, we, we kind of failure even, I mean come on yeah. like all that yeah. right so even though he was managing Chelsea and then later on United but we, we really remember him as, as Chelsea and mm. they're our rival but they're not fucking Arsenal and right. he would give it and at that time 2005-2006 we wasn't the team to, to give it to Arsenal do you know what I mean yeah. so it was good to see somebody else just fucking called him a bunch yeah, of yeah. pricks do you know what I mean and just on that like if you look at their situation where they want Emery gone desperately and the dream manager for any Arsenal fan don't, get, don't listen to any of them who say anything different they would have been desperate for Jose Mourinho in the same way that like, they're desperate for Pochettino now and the thing is as well because uh, Mourinho has had Gunas on strings uh, <laughs> for days right um, what, what you're seeing on, uh, I like, especially what I picked up on social is like they're all really angry with uh, Emre they want him gone and then people, some people were mentioning uh, Mourinho and they're like oh no 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 and then it went a couple of days and then maybe maybe we'll get Mourinho and then, and then they started to change their they're thinking about Mourinho. Oh, he's a cunt, but like maybe he could do it for this. He's won this, that, and the other. And in a way, I'm glad that we got there before. Oh, on, on Saturday, I uh, randomly just uh, I went to the pub with uh, actually a couple of the thirty percent, uh, Faye and Matt. We we all watched the game together, and then we went for pie and mash, and then we ended up in a pub in Wanstead. And my mate was there, who's a big gooner, right? I didn't know he was going to be in there. He's a good friend of mine, mm. and so we were just chatting, having a few beers, and he said something along the lines of. Um, you've sacked a manager better than ours and appointed a manager better than ours. Yeah. You know? That's exactly what and is. that's really fucking getting... And if ever there was a symptom of the, the seismic shift in North London, the appointment of Jose Mourinho is that. Yeah. Because it's like finishing above them a couple of times in the league doesn't really compare to what they did to us yeah. in the last 20, 20 league campaigns. 
But signing Mourinho is such a massive statement. Yeah. Like, we haven't even come onto West Ham yet. We're just talking yeah. about... about Exactly. And it, it, that's like how the media is as well. Mm. Like, there's so much around... I remember um, listening to, to, to TalkSport, um, I think the day after, and I was doing a lot of driving that day. So I had it on most of the day. And every new set of presenters every three, four hours... It was just about Maria. It was just yeah, yeah. that's yeah, all yeah. they wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't like. I don't, I don't like to admit it, but I feel like we have got a manager that's bigger than than Tottenham at this stage. Yeah. Well, it, the, the the stat that he's won more trophies than we have in our history yeah. is, I mean, Christ. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to. It's, it's hard. It's it's a it's a bit of pill to swallow. But facts are facts. But facts are facts. Yeah. And. And, you if, know what? and if, if if we can, I don't like, again. I don't like saying this, but if he can bring us up to his level, if if his level is what he was five ten years ago, yeah. if he can, then uh, then I'm alright with it. Admitting you know, that, really. I was when I heard the news, and I <laughs> and I would die on the hill because on the uh, Potch in Potch Out pod, I said I don't want Mourinho because that was naive I'm me not, saying. No, I understand it. Yeah, that was me. That was looking at United Mourinho, right? But just the first week he's been in the job, if he's, he's not even been in the job all fucking week, has he? No. But the fact that he's appointed a different backroom staff, a guy that was very sought after in Lille, uh, assistant coach. Sacramento, um, yeah. Yes, uh, that, you know, it's, you know, it's sometimes you see with, with managers, wherever they go, like Redknapp was the same, uh, Joe Jordan, Kevin Bond, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're my boys. But yeah. are you, it's going to be the same ideas. And Mourinho knew from his end spell at Chelsea even though he won the league there and stuff like that in his second spell but and then he, even at United everyone goes oh it didn't work he won the Europa League and the League Cup right yeah. and the Charity Shield if you want to count that. right but, now you take that yeah right? fucking I'll take that right now and he went out and he got a different backroom stuff he got somebody young somebody progressive somebody that knows the game in this the, our century we're in now yeah. and that's what made me think like, maybe he knows that he's a brilliant manager, but he knows that he needs somebody to learn. Yeah, to learn. Well, yeah. I've never, I've never heard of Jose Sacramento before. No, no, but no. since him, I've done a bit, a little, di- little bit of digging, and he's like highly regarded. As yeah. like a, Apparently, Lil were fucking seething, fuming. Yeah, I mean, but they're fucking Lil. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who are you? Yeah, it's, it's like in. it's like when a ginormous yeah. like bloke comes and slaps your missus. That's ass. right. Yeah. That's what we yeah. did to Lil. Lil so While eating a frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And like you're like you miss like misses say you're gonna do anything about that. I'm like, well, of course not, because look at him. <laughs> so he's like he knows jujitsu. That's what Spurs have walked into as as Conor McGregor and they I don't agree with this because I fight any man, I've never lost a fight in my life. But <laughs> But you're you're in a situation where you are that man who's no, never let but and and you're coming up against someone who's never had a fight in his life in, in Lille. Oh so I'm Spurs in You're Spurs. So I, I, I slapped on his ass. Oh, well, I mean, no, we'd, no, we'd no. have to roll on the stars for that. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I'd lose. Get I the gravel out for that one. Dignity. Yeah, yeah. Dignity. <laughs> um, actually, quick, uh, we need to get a shout out to Austin Sheen. And a shout out to every one of you who donated to this. Because this is um, something we did a couple of weeks ago. A uh, friend of the show, Austin Sheen, and his partner, Kat, Kaz, sorry, was um, they were walking a thousand kilometres across yeah. Spain Amazing. For, to, to raise money for Ret UK, which is a. Uh, I, I'm going to butcher this, but an illness that. Yeah some people have succumbed to and it's completely debilitating and Ret UK take care of these people that, that suffer from it 
And when we recorded, what I couldn't get my head round is that they'd only raised £700 and their t- target was 1000 So we asked if people would consider donating and they fucking delivered. They they raised 1400 quid. We doubled the donations. So oh we, my good not, lord. We, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. We, yeah, we yeah. didn't, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. We no, didn't. No, no. But, but by giving it attention and, and how like noble a cause it was from Austin and these partners to do Amazing. that. In, incredible. It will and, never um, surprise me how faithful uh, fighting cock listeners are yeah. like people come to my show uh and they're like i didn't i don't know how they come in they just look me up and they come and they're like oh hey i'm and I, I there's a couple of guys at my last show in uh central london in top secret and i i forgot your names i'm so sorry but you know who you are and, and thank you so much and it, it just all of the support of, of austin and i mean a thousand kilometers do you, do you remember the walk from the station to the in Madrid to yeah, the yeah, stadium? Yeah. And we were moaning about that. I know. <laughs> this guy has got a, okay. he's walking and, and his missus, Kaz, well done. Like thousand kilometres. We walked probably what two and we were like, This is too much. <laughs> we, can't, yeah, <laughs> we can't do this. <laughs> so we uh, yeah, we went from seven hundred pounds to fourteen hundred pounds and just Austin has been messaging me saying like I can't believe it. Like he's so so happy and I'd imagine the family are so happy. So it was a l- lovely thing for, for anyone who listened to this who did donate. And most of them were anonymous. Some people put their names, which is cool as well. But what a lovely, lovely thing. It was a great thing to be a part of. So congratulations, Austin and Kaz, for, for walking that. Amazing for you. Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah you're, you'll do more. You've done more by doing that than I ever would in my life. True. For, for charity. Yeah. <laughs> not for, for I'd do more for a, a good looking woman. <laughs> I've got one. Anyway, uh, so uh, <laughs> Wendy, uh, he, he sent me a question. He says, have you ever done something to try and impress a new boss? Oh. And uh, I, I haven't got an answer for this. I'm racking my brains. Uh, I've, been, I've been racking my brains, and there isn't, there isn't something where uh, my new boss uh, comes in and um, I, I've actually... Something that I can remember where, I, where I've done it purposely uh, to kind of curry favour, but... What I will say is, if ever I'm giving uh, a presentation or anything like that at, at, at work and, and done previously, or if there's something that I, I need to happen, is that I'll, I'll spot the, the, the kind of, uh, how should we say, the, the more challenging, prickly kind of people. Mm. Um, and I'll, I'll know they're kind of like number twos in command. And it's those people that you nobble, those people that you kind of like... You know, th- there may be a, a, a sly check on the Facebook. Is it Senzu, was it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you, know you read that? Uh, no, the, tells, the, tells no, the uh, no, I read the uh, the Machiavelli. Uh, uh, the art is it? Uh, art the, no, uh, the Prince. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's what it's come from. Yeah, yeah. It? But it's like uh, yeah, the digital version. Going on Facebook <laughs> and, uh, and social and seeing what their. Um, which call it what they're into, and then casually, you know, if they're into, I don't know, like so I, running, and you say, oh yeah, yeah, I just had a, my my weekend was all right, and then I just topped it off with a ten k, and then yeah. oh oh you're a runner, yeah. and then you just like slightly slide your finger yeah, in. That's it. Well, there you go. Rick, you set the groundwork. So actually, I, I've got an answer for this. But it weren't a boss. It was about impressing you the first time I met you, Rick. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, we went out for a big night out. Yeah, came back to mine. Yeah, and what did I give you? 
veggie burger. Veggie cheeseburger. Veggie cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. Blowjob would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> I um, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, first time I met, tick, took him out, buttered him up, yeah. like just started noshing no, him no, up. It's just like, like, like Ripper, while he eats a veggie cheeseburger. Gay, I feel like you're going to enjoy this. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that black guy. That black guy. Do you like it, Chris? I. I don't know, really. I, 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 I feel like you've got some, Dave. Me? Yeah. I, I used to work, when I was about 20, I worked for Barclays, right? And when I, I really liked that job, I really wanted to make that job work for me. And um, my um, my manager was a bigger lady and she loved baked goods. Oh, hello. And, um, you didn't I, take advantage of that, did you? Uh, yeah, I used to make my mum bake cakes and claim that I'd bake the cake all weekend. Of course. Uh, you know, and then she'd be like, oh, that banana cake's lovely. And since then, I've done the recipe. Can I've make a banana. Fucking, and make it. No, I didn't, no, no, didn't want that. Um, and I used to bring it in and be like, I've baked this. And it was actually my mum. Uh, <laughs> my first job when I was 16, <laughs> the boss sent me out for tartan paint. and a Oh, crop. you had that one. I had that one. I was 16. Oh, it was yeah. my, a summer job. Uh, and uh, he went, go out and get, go to the paint shop, get tartan paint and go to the sandwich shop, get a crocodilly sandwich and tell them to make it snappy. <laughs> and I fucking did. I walked into Percy Ingalls and I went, have you got a crocodilly sandwich and can you make it snappy? <laughs> so uh, I don't know if that's impressing the boss. I did. I did making a, myself look like a fucking idiot. I did a, um, <laughs> I did a, a, a um, I worked at a farm, a city farm, Kentish Town. Oh yeah. Yeah, for my work experience. Nice. And hmm. Went in there expecting to look after the goats and, and, and like chickens and that and he went in and went just suck my dick or you're set <laughs> did you suck his dick I lasted two weeks well, that's how long that's how long work experience is exactly so you take what you want from that uh, West Ham Spurs we won, we won an away game yes in Stan that it's is Jan. crazy First, you know, how important was it that we got three points on the board yeah not only that winning away but also yeah. Mourinho gets off the mark and not only that, we play well. Do you remember the the, the game and we it's won at West in January? At, at West Ham. Do you remember the game we won in January? It was Fulham. Yeah, Fulham, yeah. a last minute winner by we Harry Wilson. So we didn't even deserve it. Yeah. Like that's how fucking mad. When I heard that today, I was like, they won their first away game since Fulham in in January, and I thought, even that game, it was like a last gasp snatch. Was you nervous like, in the first twenty minutes of this game? How how, how was you processing the first part? I had a hundred pound bet, didn't I, with a famous comedian called Tom Davis? Right. And um, about what? What? Well, basically, um, I did TV warm up for a new Redknapp show with Harry and Jamie Redknapp and a, a guy called Tom Davis, right, very right, funny right. comedian. And uh, I would meet. We were both mic'd up, and um, and he, we were talking about the Tottenham West Ham game. And I said, "He's oh, a West Ham fan, right?" Yeah, he's a West Ham fan. He said, "Oh, I have a bet with you for charity." And I said, "Yes, yeah, like twenty quid." And he goes, are about 100. And we're both mic'd up. There's about 100 audience members. I couldn't bottle it, could I? I couldn't say... Oh, no, you've got to go yeah. big dog. I was like, yeah, of course. Like, fucking shook on it. Um, so it, he done, who's he donated to? He's donated to Minders, who oh, I requested. So, um, yeah, but how did you process that? Because I was, I was fucking nervous because I don't, I don't have a spare 100 quid. <laughs> <laughs> but that first 20 minutes was nervy, wasn't it? It was like, even though we were dominating, it kind of felt like this could go... Up. Kind of the, the kind of sentiment of old... We're like this kind of fallible Tottenham, which, by the way, let's draw a line under it. It's completely gone under yeah. Mourinho. There's no more fucking failing, right? Well, I think. Well, I mean that that cues you up nicely because <laughs> were you saying about uh, coming in? Uh, the, the, you know, the first twenty minutes was I nervous and how is it going to go? It's you. You ha- you like. How long has this guy been appointed for? But two I've days. Already, I've already, Two days before I've, I've, the. Uh... I've already got this. Uh, 
kind of like he's got it invincible he's, he's got it like are you, are, he, he, he won't let shit like that happen are you, are you, are you like I, d- I don't know like I just knew that when I saw the team um, I, I liked the team did you? I did like the team. There was a, there was if, a few. If Pochettino there was a few, put that team out, would you have liked it? Um, there were. Pro- I would probably have had uh, questions over Dyer. Yeah. Uh, naturally, it was always going to be Dyer, though, wasn't it? But, yeah. Uh, it was always without, the, without the, the, the Portugal reference, maybe, or you know. No, he, he tried to buy Dyer. Yeah, uh, it was always going to be. So I think that wasn't a surprise. You would have questioned it because of how Dyer's performed recently, and even even Dyer looked off the pace. He, did. He, looked, he looked rusty. He looked rusty, but you know what? I have faith. I don't think Dyer's never going to be a world beater, but like 2015, 16, he was a good player, solid yeah. player. And if we can just get that as a stopgap until we can buy better, then great. But we need to get some kind of holding midfielder back because Wanyama's shot. We, we know that, cool. right? Yeah. So if we can get Dyer at least half decent again. Uh, one of the one of the uh, other the, the surprising uh, inclusions from from the get go was uh, Mora. And for me, uh, from what I know about Mora and how he plays, he's a good impact sub. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not like, a starter. Yeah, he's not a starter. He, he doesn't have it in him to, to last. I thought he did really well. Yeah. I thought he did really well. well I mean, I, when the team kind of wilted a bit, so did he. Um, but that's not, not that's not just him. That that was everyone. It'll be, it'll be means to single him out. For but, but, I mean, um, yeah. Uh, I, but seeing... Sonny and Moore are both on like the, the kind of... Uh, well, the, we've been calling for that for a while, right? Because just, just if you model it on England, yeah, yeah? the way that the, the England play with Harry Kane, mm. Harry Kane has more of a free role, I think, because he can drop deep because he knows he'll have Sterling and uh, Sancho or Rashford just bombing in. Make pace. It, yeah, pace, either side of it. So mm. he knows he can drop back, hold the ball up, go forward, whatever he wants. And I think for a while we thought, OK, I, I don't think... Um, uh, Sonny and Mora uh, Sonny is, is, is world class and, and Mora is a very good player but Sterling is fucking just different great mm. yeah. um, but just try that model yeah. you know and we, we did it and I saw that and I still don't think I don't think Mora is a 90 minute man no uh, he's a 70 minute I, I think he can start yeah. but he does well, and, and like it. I said, he, he faded, but so did the whole team. I don't think that yeah. the team weren't really, uh, uh, weren't used to playing at that tempo because we've not played at that fucking tempo for ages. Have we? No, that's right. Even the last, the last big game was we'll all say it was Ajax, and that was forty-five fucking minutes. Mourinho, yeah. Mourinho has, uh, has said that the three players that he would have liked to sign for Tottenham were Eric Dyer, Lucas Moura, and Cessna. Yeah. So he's clearly trusting. Mora and, and Eric Dyer, and uh, I'll get, uh, like just on Eric Dyer, none of us were surprised when he started. He loved Matic at, at, um, at Man United and at Chelsea in the second spell, I think. Yeah, and um, he, he kind of that 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 system he plays needs a defensive midfielder like Dyer. I felt like he was rusty on the ball, but but he hasn't played any yeah. like, top five yeah. football yeah, for exactly. a long time. Yeah. But what's most interesting is that formation he played so four yeah. it was a four two three one which is probably our best formation which but it, also, played in it, it, it was like four two three one with a caveat which yeah. was that Aurea was allowed complete license to bomb forward and Davies was just said see it so every time we go forward <laughs> there was a look, Davies sat in a three at the back Rick yeah so <clears throat> when I've been watching uh, Spurs lately and it pa- it pains me to, to say this a little bit but when I was watching the game against uh, West Ham, and then when we had the ball, and we were like going to three, I was like, "Are we? Is this three at the back? Like, where, where's 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 Zoria?" And then and then, 
Well, he he after, almost played like uh, a right, uh, right uh, midfielder. After like 15 minutes, I'm like, this is how we're playing. Mm. Mm. And then I, I sent a message in the WhatsApp group, and when he was like, this is classic Mourinho, there'll be one fullback that stays behind, one that bombs them forward, and maybe because I hadn't watched a lot of Mourinho's teams, um, that I didn't pick up on it. And But I just thought it was really interesting. You saw that, and then you saw uh, Delhi playing in that space just behind Kane. Um, and I was like, watching it, and I was like, I can... Can I see a formation that's, that's, that's sticky? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it wasn't chopping and changing, and then going to diamonds, and then going back to back three, and then back to you know, it, and, and it, it was sti- it was we had a plan, we were sticking to it, and we were playing to it, and I was just like, that is. It made sense with, with with Davis starting, and I think we can all agree probably Davis is is more of a solid option than Rose at the yeah, moment. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you're right. I didn't notice until you just said I didn't. I can't remember Davis actually bombing forward or getting he, across. He didn't. He didn't so it was kind of like free at the back, it was and then like a free five two, which is which is great because if you think about uh, Aurea, nothing. Um, or as Danny 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 um, who was on match of the day, Danny Murphy mm. <laughs> called him Oreo. Oreo, yeah. that ain't alright. I swear, yeah. I swear. That's... It was like Oreo was great at crossing. I was like, "What did you just fucking say, you stupid?" Well, if Oreo, Oreo was playing centre back between kind of yeah <laughs> before two, no Vatonga, no, 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 no. That's the other way around. That's like a reverse. Two Oreo. white people, one black. <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah. No, no, two black people, one white. Yeah, of course. Anyway. Sorry. Because my two best mates are black, so every now we're in a group chat called Oreo. Oh, yeah. yeah, because we are essentially. That's and what, everyone's so we went out in there, fine, Norwich right? recently. Yeah, oh no, so it's fine because we went out in. You're Norwich the minority recently. in it, so yeah, yeah, yeah um, exactly. And yeah. they stand and they're You're the one getting fucked. Oh yeah, bit about <laughs> BBCs. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I don't can't remember what I said. Oreo is. Uh, when he's uh, a bit of a liability is is in the defence. It's when right? it's when he's been asked to perform that role. Yeah, but this one is just like just that because white... he can deliver a ball. He's the the thing that winds me up about Aurier. Like we've been as Spurs fans, we've seen some awful footballers. Yeah, yeah or like they can't play football. Mm. Yeah, mm. Gilberto. Mm. You know these these kind of fullbacks. We've seen some awful. You no look at Ore sometimes. No Paramount. No Paramount. Yeah, one. exactly. One. But you look at Ore sometimes, and that's the most frustrating thing about him because sometimes you look at it and you think, you can play football. Yeah. Like you can. You just don't have a footballing brain. Mm. That's the problem. You have the ability, you just don't have the brain to so go with it. just remove that aspect of yeah, the game. Exactly. And, and that's uh, what away we did. go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, just one thing you said about what Windy said, and I'm not sure 100% if he did say it. So if you didn't, Windy, then. Uh, then there's not much you can do about it. But yeah. apparently the system that he played for against West Ham wasn't normal Mourinho. Actually, it was quite a modern system oh. and not something he'd done previously. Um, one of the criticisms of him is that the game has passed him by. And I've said it many times on Bull Street back in the day yeah. when he was Man United manager that I felt like the game had moved past him. Um but apparently this system was quite a modern thing, like turning if you're attacking you play five in midfield, two up front, and you got you leave three at the back. Okay. And apparently that's what Which know. which is great. And then I I did like I think what helps him prove or if it proves that he was more modern that he played Winks because usually he used to play like two big holding like Herrera, and, and, Matic, Herrera right? or Matic or you know and at, at Chelsea it was Matic and well, the first time was Makaleli yeah, well, as well. well. Yeah, 
and uh, Macaulay and Essien the first time I think there was um, what do you call it um, I'll take Macaulay and Essien an article oh, in, yeah. in uh, The Athletic where they, they were like pinpointing players and saying that uh, Winks isn't a traditional uh, Mourinho Mourinho type player right. and that he's the one that should be looking over his shoulder being a bit nervous is he going to get displaced with someone else had a great game though he had yeah, a great did, game yeah. and he was passing forward you know, the criticism of Winks is everyone goes oh, he's sideways and stuff like that I think Winks is a tidy little player. I don't think Winks is world class. I've said it time and time again on this podcast. But he's a good player. And if Mourinho can maybe help him step up or, or, or develop him, I'll be very happy. I don't think the, the say that, to say that Winks isn't world class is a slight at all, though. We've no, got, it's not exactly. We've right. got, what, we've got maybe one? No. Son and Kane. Son and Kane. Ericsson? No? Um, previously, maybe, but not now. Ericsson has the ability what, to be what he's what, what do you make of uh, Mourinho's statement that he needs to understand what's going on in Ericsson's head before he trusts him to play a game? Is that what he said? I didn't. I didn't see. Yeah, that. that's a. That's well, a uh, yeah, I mean, well, it's, uh, it's, why wouldn't you need to know that? Yeah, exactly. But I, I think what he's saying is that a player of his ilk and reputation mean would mean that he would just be one of the first names on the team sheet, where he's just saying, "I need to know." I think he kind of is uh, probably uh, seen uh, Ericsson's previous performances to where how he has played, and I think he needs to understand that um, now that Mourinho's in, um, is there going to be uh, is there a potential to have a have a change of heart? Are you going to sign a contract depending on how how things go? And it, and if and if that is right, you need to show show me that you're ready. You need to show your metal now. You need to knuckle down in training. When you get your time to play, you need to show me. Um, otherwise, from here on in until Jan or T go, you're not going to be part of it. So we've got these three players that are out of contract at the end of the year: Vertonghen, Nadevera, and Eriksson. I think we have a better chance of keeping all of them than we did two weeks ago. Yeah. But if you had to choose one right now, who would you take? Oof. It's such a tough one. Um, my my head says out of Ireland. Uh, my heart says Vertonghen. My head says out of Arad massively. And my heart says out of Arad as well. Really? Yeah, I just feel like... I, I suppose he's, he's a couple got, of years younger as well. Yeah, he's now, still that, got three years. The thing now. is, um, uh, with with Vertonghen, is he, as class as he's been for us, he is 32 now. Yeah. And maybe... You don't know what the start of the season... what ha, What's happened backstage, right? You don't know what's happened behind the scenes at Spurs and why he performed when he... What, how he has when well, he's coming. No, we do know that... We do know that... That Ericsson, yeah, we were shagging, yeah, yeah. Not just shagging, he bummed Ericsson. But, but, like, bummed Ericsson. Like, he bummed Ericsson. He bummed Ericsson. He cut cold Ericsson. Yes. Ericsson's no, no, there was no other. It was oh, just really? A, just a room, them two, wow. and he bummed him. That, and that's fact? That, yes. Wow, fuck me. Yeah, as far as he well, as far I as didn't, Listen, I didn't know that happened, but fair play. And that will fuck you up mentality, because if you're going to fuck one of your teammates. In where, the arsehole. Where, where do you go from there? Where do you go? Like, you know, you're not going to want to pass to them after you've come in there. No. You know? I'm not sure if he did do that. Oh, well, I should hope that he can. I heard he sprayed on his back. Well, <laughs> yeah, but Flav, you, you're going to want to hope that he came to climax. You know? That, that everyone was happy. Yeah. Well, at least one of them. Or well, both of them. Right, anyway. What was that? I can't remember. Uh, what, what, which one was the, so you? Well, saying, I like Vertonghen because I feel like he's more of a club man. He's more of a. Uh, he he yeah. he probably loves Spurs a bit more than yeah. than Viral does, but Viral is probably the better player and three two three years younger. So you you go with that. Um, I think Ericsson 
just the way that if if he does want to move, and the way that he's been performing for us because he wants that move. From Mourinho's perspective, you're going to say to him like, "Where are you going to go?" Exactly. He thinks he's he's big, bigger than he is. I'm you know? not sure he does. No, he does. No, I'm not sure he does. I, I, I feel like. Well, oh, you're sure that that Vertonghen came on? No, all the viral Vertonghen came on his back, <laughs> but you're not sure that he thinks he's bigger than he is. Right? Is that where we're going with this? Yeah, <laughs> that's a great point. I, I, I'm absolutely not categorically convinced that. Um, Vertonghen spayed on Ericsson's back right? <laughs> well, I, I am convinced of the fact that Ericsson feels that he can play at the top level because he's done that for seven, five or six years with, oh Ericsson no, no I, I just but called him world class five minutes ago no, and no, you but, said no. And, no, no no but the point I'm saying Dave is that, that he's, his performances this season would maybe change the opinion of some of these elite football clubs and if he can perform in the last four months of his contract at Spurs five months then he has a chance of securing yeah. that securing that, that next move and if he does we benefit he's not a star if at Real Madrid though that's the, that's the thing he, 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 thinks, Madrid, he really. doesn't yeah exactly and that's the, that's the thing he thinks he's, he, he wants to go then? to it'd be like a, I could see Juventus because they like to sign a player Juve, on a free yeah. and stuff like that and even if he starts for them Dybala comes our way which is but a not dream but, like, I, yeah, but we don't really care but, if he but goes but all of us have just said if we want to keep one of those players it's all about it. I don't know Ricky what, didn't, Rick, say. You didn't say yeah, yeah I'd, I'd definitely so take Toby because he's he can on his days is a, is a top class centre I think from the, like outside looking uh, like we all are um, I think for me Ericsson no, I, I was in the room uh, I'm sorry <laughs> you did yeah. he was wanking in the corner oh so now there is a cut cold going on I was in the cupboard and I oh, love okay. cut cold all right, okay. yeah. I think Ericsson uh, I think that he uh, I think his he, his heart has gone and I think he he wants a new challenge I think he's already made his mind up about it and I, I think the best thing for him is to, is, is to go and get this new challenge wherever it may be I couldn't give a shit as long as it's not for another English club. Yeah. But I think with uh, Toby and Jan, maybe they are like they're, they're judging it as in this is the last throw of the dice. You know, we're, we're, they're getting into their kind of late years of life. And if they get a contract, do they want a two year contract with Tottenham or a year, you know, a year or whatever? Most extension? Be two years, yeah. But they, they were probably wanting a four year contract to see oh, out. Yeah. Well, whoever, whoever it may be. They want the security. But, but they want the security and they want their last bumper pay deal. Mm. And if Levy is turning around and uh, dragging his heels over it because that's not the way uh, our strategy is with how we recruit players and retain players, um, then it's going to be tough. But I don't know if it's because. There's no want of a love to do it and want to play for Tottenham uh, and still have that hunger and desire, whereas I think Ericsson doesn't have that hunger no, and yeah, desire. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, first half of the Fighting Call podcast done. And um, we'll join you in a second. So when, when Jose turned up at Tottenham, um, he was very kind of magnanimous, kind of very appreciative of the work that Pochettino's done. But the last couple of... Well, the last press, press conference he's done, it kind of feels like he's saying that Pochettino took us so far and he's here to take us to the next step. Yeah. And one of the quotes we was just in the break we were talking about, weren't we, Rick? It was saying that he was talking about how getting to the Champions League final was an achievement, but it's not history because you didn't win. Yeah. And if we've given up on Pochettino, which, you know, it's sad to say, but we have, that era of Tottenham is gone, then isn't that the exact way that our manager should be talking? Like, it isn't enough just to get there. We've got to win. Yeah. 
That is. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. It really is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah Next mean, question. Yeah. It's. I mean, like, it's like we, with uh, with Poch and the way you used to speak speak about things. It was great that knowing that you know we were in a title race and that we're in the Champions League final, um, and it was kind of it felt like it was a, a, a you know a nice to be there, enjoy it, enjoy the occasion. We've never been there before, Spurs, and we you know all of us absolutely fucking loved it. And yeah, I yeah, because we didn't like, feel like we. Oh, and since that, since that game, like the the Ajax game leading up to the, Champions I just spent four final, hours in a car with you. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I don't know about absolutely loving it. No, but it was a good day. It was amazing. You're talking about your you, you two met up and, and drove from uh, Alicante, yeah, 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 Torre Torre Eke, yeah, to to Alicante, no, to, to uh, Madrid, Madrid, Madrid yeah, yeah. which is like a four it hour. Just so happens, so um, my uncle has a little holiday home uh, about. 10 minutes from where Ricky's and nan lives. At what point where when you were planning this trip to Madrid and Rick I kind of know every stage of your planning to yeah. get to Madrid in the, the Champions League final because you wouldn't stop fucking yeah, messaging in the WhatsApp. So what point did you realise that you two would be so close to well, I think we were just talking because we both know that uh, we were going. I, I, I knew that, that, that out of the podcast me and Ricky uh, were going. And Ricky was waiting for his flight, wasn't like, well, he? So, yeah. yeah, waiting for my flight with, uh, who is it? Uh, was it Thomas, Thomas Cook? Cook? Yeah. yeah, or one of those, Thompson yeah. or, yeah. It was, it was uh, Thomas Cook, and I was waiting for them to um, to confirm that I'd, that I'd nabbed, that nabbed that the flight going, that I wanted. That was going to Madrid? That was right? going straight was to going Madrid. Straight to Madrid, yeah. Right, so that didn't happen. And then... That didn't happen, and then uh, Faye uh, from 30%. Uh, said she was flying to uh, Lisbon yeah, or, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And then I heard rumours that you were flying to Faro uh, in Portugal. I wanted, you, uh, so that was my plan. And then when I messaged you and said, like, um, do you know what, I'm going to fly to Faro, have you got enough space in your car? And you're like, actually, I'm going to my uncle's. And then you told me, and then I looked it up, and it was 13 minutes from my It was ridiculous. So I was going to go to Faro. And then my my uncle called me up and he said, like, what are you doing for the, the, the European Cup final? And my uncle is the reason I support Spurs. Mm. And um, he lives in Ireland now. So he doesn't get over Spurs as much as he wants. He's not been to the new stadium yet. So he said, oh, I'm going to go to the new stadium and watch it there on the live screen. I said, I'm going to try and go. Uh, he said, do you think you can get me a ticket? I said, oh, I'll, I'll fucking, I'll tr- I think I can. Because I know some season ticket holders that don't even have passports, but they have had season tickets for years yeah, and they, yeah. they just, they, they can go. So I said, I think I could get you one because I know I could get a couple. And I said, I can't promise anything. And then, um, and I forgot that, to be honest, I forgot he's got a holiday home in, in just near. And he was, yeah, he was like, yeah, just use it whenever you want. Like, what, I, I completely forgot. And, um, he was like, go out of state. I was like, I got him a ticket. And he was like, all right, you go out. I went out early when the, the flights were still cheap. So I just kind of, a few days in the sun, mm. do you know what I mean? A couple of cervezas, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, um, and then Ricky was like, what, what are you doing? I said, I'm, I'm going from like here. And he was like, that's 30 minutes. And my uncle's hiring a car and driving anywhere. And I was like, do you mind if my mate jumps in? And that's he was crazy. Like, he was like, is he, a, is he a little mug? And I said, yeah. yeah. And he goes, well, it fits yeah. the criteria that I'm looking for. Sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I find well, it was mug great. Sexy. It was great. We had a little, we had a scarf hanging out the back. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and my uncle is, is, is a great man. I mean, he's, he's very kind of humble and mellow now. It's not the same you know, but an amazing, crazy Spurs fan as he was in the 70s. But he, It's an amazing thing, though, that you, that you were able to get him into that, that final. Because it was one of those things that, like, any if you can get in, just get in. I mean, he said it was his 60th birthday, and he was like, I'm never going to see Spurs in the European Cup final. And 
and uh, I mean, I had I I, I could have got that ticket to uh, Taco flew from fucking M- Melbourne. Barley was out there, but my uncle's the reason I supported Spurs, yeah, and, 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 and to to, st- to stand next to him, um, something very special. I know, I know a lot of fans like didn't even try and go because they wanted to watch it with their dad. They wanted to, you know, stuff like that. And uh, to be with my uncle, an amazing thing. Yeah, it was an amazing thing. So this, this, uh, you know, you, you shouldn't get swept up in this whole Mourinho thing. Yes. And uh, and you should be try and be like pragmatic and just sit back and think yeah, about yeah, stuff. Sure. But you know when Liverpool lost the European Cup and then uh, the, the Cup final, and then the next year they went on and won it, and we've lost the European Cup final, and then the next year, well, we've got Mourinho. Yeah. So this is what I was about to ask. Is like you you lot went for it, and your uncle says that he perhaps will never see it again. Does the fact that we now have Mourinho mean that it's where is it this year? Istanbul. Yeah. But it's not that we should expect. Fuck getting there. It's gonna be so hard to get there. going. But Dave, yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not that that we should expect it, but it's not unreasonable. unreasonable no, of course it. not. And look at the last year's but run. Isn't that fucking crazy, though? Yeah. I, 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 I kind of saw in an interview. He said these with Champions League. You don't really think about it. It's just another game is another game. But when you get to the quarterfinals, there is a chance. There is a chance. We could get to the quarter. Of course, we could get and, to the quarter. And, 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 and we've got the greatest man management, uh, sorry, game management manager. Yeah. He, he, he went to uh, the new camp against probably the best Barcelona team. an aging team. Yeah. We will ever see. Yeah. Uh, down to 10 men. Uh, 88 minutes? Yeah. Down to 10 men. They had 19% uh, possession. And he won. I, uh, you know, th- I mean, this is, hindsight's a great thing, but you think... If Mourinho was in charge on the the first of May, yeah, it was the first of May. Yeah, Fuck yeah, what, too, too drunk to fucking remember. What, was the, very the, drunk. The Champions, Champions League, League final. Oh, June, June, first of yeah, June. Sorry, June. yeah, sorry, first of June. I knew I got that wrong, but I'm fucking. Pissed. It really don't matter. Well, they're all drinking red wine, and I'm drinking beer because I'm old school fighting cop. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. If he was, if he, yeah, you you. You go in there. You feel maybe more comfort, confident. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we get uh, a question from Awali on Twitter. He says, "Do you believe that Levy's end game and project process was to use Pochettino to build up Tottenham to a point where they can dispose of him and attract an already established and accomplished world class manager like Jose Mourinho, Jose Mourinho himself in order to finally win a trophy? Do you think this was a plan of Daniel Levy? Absolutely not." No, I don't think so. I think he wanted it to happen. He wanted Pochettino to be our Ferguson, and I, I think he thought Pochettino had possibly taken to could do him more. And and there's there's rumours now, and you don't know. It's, it's so hard to say like what to to take out, but like there's, there's rumours now saying that kind of you know the don't look at the gaffer kind of. Have you heard yeah, that? Stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you don't know if that's true or not. But if it, even if it's fifty percent true, you think. Well, he he had lost the dressing room then. He had yeah, lost yeah. some kind of respect, yeah. and something needed to change. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, like for for uh, I genuinely believe that Levy and Poch, in the beginning, the the it it was their master plan to build from the bottom up, get all the infrastructure in place, and uh, and Poch was going to be given as much time as he needed to to get us there. Um, and I think they they both everyone bought into this. This project, um, and why wouldn't you? And and why wouldn't you? And um, that th- they were going to do it. And I don't think it was a, 
a kind of a, a subcontext of let let's let this guy do all the donkey work and then we'll get get a, like a, a, a you know a championship manager winner in mm. but um I, I just think towards the end it's just the way that it all fell apart and and it fell apart so quickly and now when you've got the opportunity to appoint someone like Mourinho and that it is actually you know that if they did sound him out and he was like yeah, I'm up for it then how can you not how can you, especially how can with, you turn that especially down? with everything that was going on and how poor our, our form had been it kind of it, it makes absolute complete sense because the idea that this was kind of some sort of to go back to Machiavelli yeah. some sort of like plan yeah. for for you know two years ago when perhaps maybe Daniel Levy realised that Pochettino wasn't the guy I'm not sure that that, that is that, that that's fact at all but at some point in the near past, maybe six six months ago, he realised that Pochettino wasn't going to be able to do it as far as and he put in the work to get Mourinho. If that is what it takes to get us to a point where we can win league trophies and win the Champions League, then he's done the right thing. Yeah. The problem that Levy has at this situ- situation, in this instance, is that he has clearly undermined Pochettino by getting Mourinho in and getting his back staff in because there's no chance he could do that turnaround that quickly from Pochettino leaving to Mourinho being appointed. If it doesn't, if it all goes to, to shit, then the mood is going to be terrible. But you, you, it's like a percentage thing, isn't it? The idea that Mourinho isn't going to be able to achieve with Tottenham is almost inconceivable. If, but the thing is, if 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 Levy had recognised that. Um, Potts was going to continue his uh, kind of uh, surly attitude and behaviour and that he wasn't particularly going to be um, I don't know you, you, you get that people will be in a mood and uh, some things don't work out and you have a disagreement but it, it, you know it, it seems to have been like over the last 10 months and if you know that if you have a feeling a gut feeling that it isn't going to improve or that they've they've had words before and he said to Potts I know, you know, before we let you down in the summer, we we, we didn't have any uh, a lot of transfers in uh, like the last summer and then in the winter. But in January again, it's gonna we're gonna have to tighten our belts mm. again, and we, it's you know it's one in one out or whatever. It's not going to be that the large overhaul that that we envisage. And then Potts is like, well, how am I supposed to do my job? And then it's like, well, well, fuck you then. It's got you you get to the end of your line with your job, and I don't think he intentionally went out and said, look. I'm not going to give you any tactics. I can't be asked. No, no. Like, I'm really annoyed. But you get to a point where it's like, is their character and their behaviour and everything going to be able to turn around quick enough to be able to get us to the Champions League? And it's either I, I pull the plug now or I sit and wait it out. And I think he's he's gone for a gamble. And with that gamble, you've gone for a gamble with so, a person so sure that... That is um, who, who has achieved the most yeah. in, in football, and, 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 and if he, if after this with the short term, maybe short term managerial appointment of Mourinho, it's the last roll of the dice, and it's a big roll of the dice. And if this doesn't work and bring us trophies, then where do you go from there? Well, I mean, I I, I think this is <laughs> this is a big roll of the dice. Yeah, we can't think about where do we go from here after. No, Mourinho. no, no. We just need to hope that he can achieve what he has previously every single club he's been to he's won trophies and that's all we want at this point is winning trophies but what I was saying that, that most Spurs fans and we did it in the uh, 
the, that, that previous po- podcast we did with Poch in, Poch out, and Dave was the only one who was like, yeah, I love Poch. I like, hope he never goes. Alex from Bristol as well. No, no, just you, Dave. No, 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 they're no, going to no, sell no. out because that's favouritism. No, that's yeah. favouritism. Dave was like, I hope he no. never leaves. Like, <laughs> I want him to move. I want a statue. I want a statue. Poch is happy. But the fact is, is that, that Mourinho's, um, sorry, uh, Daniel Levy's been privy to so much more that we haven't been. Yeah. And all of us will get to a point where, apart from Dave, Getting to the point where <laughs> where, where we we understood that it was probably the the best thing for 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 him to leave. This isn't a kind of premeditated transition from manager manager to man, manager that most people expect. It's just that, or, or 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 think it is. It's just that Daniel Levy, I think, has had privy uh, is privy to the most intimate relationship. You can with a Tottenham manager, and, and and he knew that it was done. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, news and articles. He said uh, a few players visited Pochettino after his sacking was announced. So uh, Harry Kane apparently drove to Pochettino's house and spent two hours with him after he was sacked. That's, yeah, a, that's how, a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good thing. Apparently, Delhi did as well. Yeah. Dyer said he spent a few minutes there. A few minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, he spat like, on his doorstep yeah. and left. Just the, rang, the, rang the doorbell and he answered it. And the fact like, that Harry Kane went there, like the cap, club captain, yeah. for all intents and purposes. The fact that he went there to his ex-manager and thanked him for... I would be less enamoured with him if he hadn't done that. That's mm, not, yeah. There's no issue there, right? No. No problem. No, no there's, there's no problem there. Um, because they had an affiliation with this man. They went, they'd been through a lot and, and he made he them arguably the players they are. Yeah, so... Absolutely, go there and and be it's human nature. Do you know what I mean? Did you think that some of the managers they were, were a bit uh, sorry? Some of the players were a bit guarded in the uh, training. Like Mourinho was kind of approaching them, and they didn't want to give too much because it maybe, was... maybe I don't I don't know. I'm not that much of a nonce, but I um. <laughs> I think sometimes no, being I, a nonce yeah. in, in a, the, the, this is one of the, the, rare, the finer details like no, that. This, this is just, one of the rare occurrences and being a nonce is okay. What were, and planes. And, play, and, and planes, yeah. And planes. Why are you bringing that up again? You said they've just stopped it. That's true. Dave loves planes. I don't. I don't love planes. Every time he tweets, just send him a Boeing seven four seven. Hashtag Dave for planes. Yeah. Dave for planes. Yeah. Yeah. Boeing seven four seven is also a jumbo jet, and it's the first plane that ever had two different levels. <laughs> Dave, I, think, I, think we... I like Dave for planes. <laughs> the so, only reason I'm on this podcast. Dave for planes, like save for planes. Uh, I think, like with the training, like you, you're right. I mean, like it's going to be hard to be seen. Like, oh yeah, one day you're like high fiving Parks, and then the next day you're high fiving uh, Jose, mm. which is a bit like, oh, like come on, man. But I think you know, players for, for the players to go to to uh, Poch's house and say their goodbyes and stuff like that. That's fine. Like, I wonder what Mourinho thinks of, of, of that. Like is it because you know he's an ego, yeah, no, egomaniac. Yeah. He's a bit like no, he, he, oh, my girl, oh, he's portrayed, he understands. Yeah, he's yeah. empathetic to it, and he I, knows. He portrays himself uh, and and has cultivated a personality of being an egomaniac, and he's a psychopath. Because yeah. no, Pochettino was a psychopath. You can't manage and, and run a football club the size of Tottenham, United, Chelsea, Liverpool without being that, right? Yeah. But I think he also understands the impact that Pochettino has. Well, what do you players. make of his his first comments where he said he's always welcome back here to the training ground to see the players whenever? Did did you see that as just a PR stunt or did you? No, did no. You... 
see that as as genuine I feel like he did the right thing like be respectful yeah and, and say the right things I feel like if Pochettino came in and started trying to take on a coaching session yeah and yeah. he says like, <laughs> oh don't 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 do that then Mourinho might have a, a word to say but he did, he, he did the right thing he said the right thing so yeah it's no problem um, we've got a question from Look of Disdain from Twitter he says you're heading home for a Sunday roast at your parents house you catch your mum in a threesome with a current Premier League manager and a player from the team they manage what are your best and worst case scenarios I think um, Sean Dyche and Ben Mee would be a bit of an issue that's a bad, uh, do you that's know a, what I, Sean Dyche is you don't want to see him I can't imagine Sean he, he made that oh love fuck me yeah, yeah. 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 fucking throw some beans on my yeah. face you yeah, yeah fucking yeah. just eating a tin of worms while he's yeah. balls deep I in your mouth like a cold cold, cold tin of beans being straight from the tin. Well, I was thinking spaghetti oops. Uh, that's even worse. Yeah, Ben Mee as well. Ben yeah. Mee. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the? Who's the? He's blonde, uh, isn't he? Yeah. The striker is it Ashley Barnes? Oh, Woods. Yeah. Chris Woods. Chris, Chris Woods Chris and Chris Ashley Woods Barnes. Ashley Barnes and and Shawnee up there as well. Like, uh, nah. like you just walk in, they're just keeping gravy over your mum and no. thumbing roasties in there. And yeah, they're putting, oh, putting the roasty. Yeah, because I do love a Yorkshire pudding, though. Yeah, that, might, yeah. that might ruin it. I love it, but not on my mum. And two sprigs. You ever had one in your mum? Though? How do you know? <laughs> and, and two sprigs. How do you know? Two sprigs of broccoli in her ears. Oh, oh. oh. you take it too far. I just let's I mean, where you just put it up the pussy. That's fine, but <laughs> sprig, broccoli in the ear. A sprig you of broccoli. It like a, like, it's not like a tree of broccoli. It's a sprig. I don't even know what a sprig is. It's like that's the, too far. They're little. It's like, yeah. that's a little. No. Um, I, um, the uh, best case scenario. Best case scenario would be uh, Harry Winks because he would never. He would always take care of a woman. Well, then it would have to be Mourinho, wouldn't it? I think he'd be. He'd be fine. Yeah. I think Mourinho and Gazaniga just like a wank over Gazaniga's dick. Back in the day, would have, the worst the worst thing would have been uh, Jerry Francis and and uh, no. da- uh, David yeah. Plate because he's a bit of a curb crawler, isn't he? So David you Plate. wouldn't want David Plate going. Yeah, but he knows how to treat women. He's had a lot of experience. No, paying forty quid isn't treating a woman good. I know you're true. It's very true. Uh, Carrie Amit, he says, or she says, uh, what would you be willing to do to stop Pochettino going to Woolwich? So a lot of Arsenal fans have been like coming out going, get po- just get Pochettino like. He would go there. Yeah, I think Pochettino's a man of principle, and I don't think he's going to go there. He said on record, saying as a Tottenham, he goes. He yeah, said, but, he yeah, said yeah, yeah, but Mourinho said he would never manage Tottenham. So. Yeah, but they're different people. Like, as, right. as, we, we're not holding. If you had to hold two managers up as bastions of morality, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, Mourinho wouldn't go anywhere near. Yeah. It's just that he's won more trophies, so he wins. That's where we're at, aren't we? Uh, the uh, but he said that he was talking about loyalty, and he said if. Uh, Daniel Levy sacked me now. There's no chance I could go to to to. to I, I don't think that will happen. It's nice that they they think that it's going to happen. Let they're desperate that. for it. And what well, they're desperate for? Um, look, 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 if you forget our relationship with Pochettino, they're desperate for a manager who can't get it over the line. Well, I mean, they, for years they called him like trophy dodger and all that. Like, and now they want oh, our, yeah. uh, hypocrites. Fucking yeah. lot of them. Yeah, well, they're scum. They got no. Yeah. What are you saying? Rick? Like what, what? Like what? Like it's like. Would you take Wenger? It's absolutely That's ridiculous. First. No. No. Well, exactly. Rick, Rick, how That's it, exactly. It's, that shows the difference between us and them because you wouldn't take Wenger even though he's won trophies, you know. And they, as soon as fucking Pochettino was tapped, was like, get him in. Yeah. Well, Rick, Rick had a belter of a tweet this week. Yeah, didn't yeah. Well, no, it was. It was just that a tweet that I'd seen uh, some gooners calling for for Pochettino and uh, you know welcoming him. Photoshop the badge and all that. Like, and I was just no like, way. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, like never, 
never in my life would I be begging Clamoring for, for a, an ex-Guna manager or player to come to Tottenham. Like, never. And uh, they are all over it. And uh, I just think it's just so embarrassing, man. Like, honestly. Rebecca Coy's on Twitter. She says, if you had to choose another member of the Fighting Cock to shag your mum, oh my God. who would you choose? I know, straight away. I'll choose you, Rick. Really? Yeah, yeah, that black lace. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, he's a nice guy. He's mm, delicate, okay. and I can't imagine he's aggressive in the sack. And that's that would be a thing. Yeah. For my mum, I don't don't be aggressive for my mum. Mm, yeah. I'm a bit of a choker. And all your hair, spank you, kind oh of guy. Good lord. But that's why you wouldn't be my boy. Yeah. Sure. Mm, over, really? qu- over quickly as well. So. Is it over quickly? Oh, yeah, yeah, see yeah, me. So, yeah, yeah. You know, we. Yeah. I spoke on the last pod. I was like, I can't come, so I'd be there for ages spanking <laughs> your mum. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't be. Uh, not my guy. I'm pretty though. Yeah. Look at his eyes. I don't I've got the prettiest eyes here. So, so, so. I'm going to put it out there. I've got the prettiest eyes on the fighting cock. <laughs> Dave, Dave, you're saying to me. You're saying I, to I don't care. You're talking about my eyes now. No, no. You're saying that you would shake my mum. and Spank you, her up. You, you spank her up, slap her face, choke her. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, and then. Pull her uh, out. You'd have sex with her, but you couldn't come. And, and, and you're saying because you've got the prettiest eyes, that should convince me. Yeah. Mad. It has to be windy all day long. 100%, that's what I'm about to say. Because if I was in a room, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. You would do it. I would do it. You would do it. Just to see what happens. Because you you say they dared me, Rick. No, no, yeah, you have to do it. It doesn't come into who's going to do it. Yeah, Um, it would be windy then. Do you remember remember on a... uh, Windy was going to be mine as well, because it's such a lovely... Because when you meet windy, if you ever meet windy in real life, he's the loveliest man. He's superb. You know, and in, you, um, he would make love to your mum. He wouldn't fuck your mum. He would make <laughs> love to her. That's in, what I don't. In want. a partridge, fucking not. Oh right. Love in in yeah. partridge, he's making love to uh, to that lady, and he's like, "Do you like if I do this? <laughs> <laughs> Anti-clockwise, yeah. Yeah. faster or slower? What do you think of the uh, <laughs> pedestrianisation of uh, Norwich City Highway? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> keep the wolf on the door. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Wendy would be like, he'd be a considerate. Lover, and he would just be, you know, he'd be nice about it. I don't, I don't agree. I think he'd be punching and no. throwing windmills and kicking. And really, yeah. you just don't know, do you? And, and you just don't know. A lot of crying. You just don't know. A lot of crying. Yeah. All right, let's do the fighting cock podcast. Thank you, boys. Uh, I, great. What a superb episode. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, just, just to say, there's been a massive interest in the fighting cock podcast. Nothing to do with uh, for us. No. Totally to do with the fact that Mourinho is. Uh, has <laughs> um has become the sort of manager, and I hope that if you, this is yeah. the first time you've listened to the podcast, that the fact that we're talking about fucking exactly. mums is no, no, is, no that, is, that's the normal. I have a massive right nut as well. Just <laughs> so if ever you uh, watch David Alfie Ward do stand up, yeah, I do do stand up. Uh, follow me at David Alfie Ward on Twitter and Instagram. Demand that he gets his right nut. Out. I will get it out, and I will compare it to the size of the microphone.
Social Podcast Network. Sports 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 Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.